here on another episode of Seal of Approval Music Review. Wow, you may be telling from the jovial singing going on that it's uh, some birthday times. It is, so... Happy birthday to you, Jennifer Rogers. No, happy birthday to you, James Sanders. Ooh, that's right. Both of us had birthdays this month. Yes. And, uh, you know, we're going to jump into this episode and uh, doing a little bit of a, a gift exchange type of theme. Of course, we always share the gift of music uh, mm-hmm. that we've enjoyed, uh, but we're going to see if we can tailor make it. Uh, of course, uh, I've selected songs that I think that you may enjoy. And I have done the same, and I have selected four songs that I think you would enjoy. And as always, we hope that you, the seal of approval listeners, enjoy it all. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, that being said, we should get a little familiar. Uh, how was your birthday? My birthday um, was good for the weekend because my parents came up and visited. My actual birthday was Monday the 14th, which meant it was one of the busiest days at work. Mm-hmm. I happened to be um, working with just one other person who doesn't normally work. Mm. <laughs> so it was very chaotic, and I didn't really have a lot of fun on my birthday, but all the days around it were okay enough. Well, certainly I'm sure you made up for it. I heard you saw some music, right? I did. I went to the Half Acre Brewery event that was interesting. It um yes. There was a lot of good beer. Yes. There were also some bands, but there was a lot of good beer. Well, you know what? They say that it's uh, you know all about the beer. So that's that's just what I tend to hear when it comes to these things. And, you know, but I mean, just correct me if I'm wrong. Was it knee high? Knee high was there. Yeah. And I, I happened to catch them at Pitchfork. Um, so I, unfortunately I didn't stay long enough to see them at this event, but it was fine. It was good. We had a good time. We drank, we had some food, um, and then just kind of did our thing that night. So it, it ended up being fine, but for a 30th birthday, Mm, the dirty 30, it was kind of I'll admit, it was kind of lame. I didn't really do, I didn't go all out, but I'm okay with that. It's your party. You can cry if you want to. Exactly. And I know what that's all about because <laughs> we're in the midst of getting into my birthday uh, with this recording schedule we have. And uh, so far, I went and made sure for the both of us, uh, we get a bottle of rye. Specifically, we're going to get dickled tonight. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just share some good music, share some good times. And who would have thought 30 years ago, Jennifer, when the world was just captivated by you know, the, the movie Stakeout, you know, what was becoming into the world was two people with a hankering for good music and sharing it with people, whoever would listen. And so I think in that tradition, um, we should uh, just get into it and, sh- and share that good feeling. True. But before we move on, I do want to ask if you do this every year. I don't know why I forget, but I like to look up what events happened. And who was born on I the did, day actually. I was born. Well, that's how I, I brought up Stakeout. Yeah. I was hoping to get a clip from Stakeout, but <laughs> nothing worthwhile. In my opinion, it was the number one movie when we were born. But Really? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to put it out there because I think it's just kind of strange mm-hmm. that, you know, there's some people I share a birthday with just mm-hmm. August 14th, like, uh, what's his face? Jeez, Steve Martin. Right, right, right. Um, Holly Berry. Oh, man. Mila Kunis. That's some good, good stuff. But... The person that was born on the same day in the same year is Tim Tebow. Is that right? Yes, which I think is just very – I don't know. It means nothing, but I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, that's super funny. <laughs> Actually, I'm so glad you brought that up because I had a similar fact, and I didn't know when I was going to drop it in. Uh-huh. I was going to maybe shove it in right now, so I'm glad this came up. First, real quick, let me look up because I've completely forgotten who I share a birthday with. For some reason, 
I always think of like the people from school I share birthdays with. So, oh, uh, you did have shout out to uh, Rashonda Simpson. You still out there, big boss lady? I see you oh, doing yeah. your thing. And uh, yeah, we share the August uh, 26th birthday. But let me look up some celebrities who people really love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I okay, okay, August 26th. I'm seeing. Wow, these are very young people. Okay, James Harden, Melissa oh. McCarthy, oh, Chris Pine, Macaulay Culkin. Mother Teresa. Hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, so that's just the short list. But if you <laughs> want to talk about most famed, I looked this up earlier. The most famous person from the year we were born, 1987, Jennifer, none other than celebrated music star and heroine, Kesha. Really? Kesha's? Apparently, when you add it all up, put the numbers together, Kesha is the most famous from the year we were born. And I Wait, mean, do we, but she shares the same birthday with you? Not the same birthday. Oh, okay. It's just the year. Just going with the I'm year. I'm still here. surprised I didn't realize she was the same age. Um, 30, right. But you know what? I love what she's doing with that whistle note, that compilation. Oh, that was great. Look I it up watched on YouTube. It made it's me laugh. so great. <laughs> um, actually, because I listened to that song, now Spotify thinks mm-hmm. I really like Kesha. And so for my release radar, like, pretty much the past two weeks they've been like here's a kesha song right um and i accidentally listened to one last week i'm not opposed to kesha i mean it's not eh, but there was one song and i wish i could uh could remember the name of it but it was surprisingly good it was a little like country yeah woman it just came out maybe that's it yeah yeah yeah, no 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 no. it was something about a planet or some shit like a star or a hold up Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I know she came. Maybe it's a theme on her new album or something because she just did a release. And the ones everybody talking about is Praying. And that's oh, the yeah. one with the whistle note. Yeah. And then she followed that up with Woman, uh, which was basically her kind of like return to like party style Kesha, uh-huh. but with a little more of a, you know, like a mature grown woman type of attitude. Hmm. And of course, I really actually love the idea of that song. I just think it's not a very good song. I see. I haven't heard that one, but the one that popped up was called Spaceship. Spaceship. Okay. I, you know, I've heard of this. I don't think I've heard it yet. It it was interesting. Like, I enjoyed it, kind of. I wish Kesha were here with us right now. Just three 30, dirty 30-year-olds, dirty <laughs> hacking, just laughing and poor, drinking some poor George person. Dickel. Gotta serve Kesha some Dickel, you yeah, know what I mean? I think so. You know how and Kesha with much, likes the Dickel. With, with much respect, Jennifer. <laughs> But, uh, man, yeah, we're just drinking some beer here, enjoying the George Dickel, celebrating all birthdays. Doesn't matter if you're dirty 30 or not, all of you seal approval listeners and music lovers. Uh, we're going to get to our, uh, our little birthday exchange here. But, you know, we encourage you to – is this a good moment for social media? What do you think? Like, if you have an opinion, hit us up. Because <laughs> we, we talk about it every month, something to do with music. But as you can see, it can go anywhere, so – uh, we include you in the conversation. Tell us your favorite song from Kesha's new album. Why not? Someone you, must have listened to it. <laughs> oh. I have not had the chance yet. We need to do... Okay, Showdown, Kesha Showdown. versus T-Swift. Hold on. Are you doing this on purpose? Are no, we, I'm not. I, I thought we've gotten rid of the all the other segments of the show because Taylor Swift just released a new song today, the day that we were recording. And it's a doozy. Well, see, I, I haven't heard it yet, but people keep talking about it. And, okay, so Kesha went through some shit, mm-hmm. released her new stuff. Yes. T-Swift went through some shit, released her new stuff. What T-Swift went through was not the shit that Kesha went through. No, true. It's Kesha, different. I do have respect for and well, everything yes. she struggled with. 
Uh, T Swift, what? I mean, this is another one of those cries for like, oh, everyone's talking about me in the media. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're the most famous pop singer. Yeah. And it, I don't like that, but that's I guess comes with the territory is what they say. And the whole song is like, actually, I kind of enjoy the concept of it. Uh, it's called uh, "Look What You Made Me Do." Uh, and the idea of the song is that uh, Taylor Swift is, is being irritated by this male figure, you know? But I huh. think it could be it, – it's a male in the song, but I think it could be pretty much stand-in for the media or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you can submit your theory at <laughs> seal of approval 7. <laughs> but um, essentially, um, it's kind of almost like these boots are made for walking type ah. of vibe in my opinion. Where it fails, though, is the hook is – just god awful really it's all like something i'm gonna get it wrong because i just heard it for the first time today but it's like look what you made me do look what you made me do look what you look what you look what you made me do and it's like whoa 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 this is not a song (laughs) taylor swift is such a talented songwriter i cannot believe that she would have came up with that but so is it fair to say just because we're not we didn't intend to go deep into this i didn't think we're gonna go here at all (laughs) glad we did is it fair to say preliminarily Kesha, comeback queen, 2017. T Swift, runner up, comeback queen. Absolutely. Okay. I hope. Um, I hope you find your peace, falling on your knees, praying. <coughs> yes. Thank you for that. That was perfect. <laughs> that was not even the note, but uh, that's the sound of trying to get up when your back hurts in the morning because you're old. <laughs> And I can't even try it. I've tried to do that <laughs> note, so I think you got close at least. A for effort. But with that being said, I think it's time. The theme of the show is our birthday. We're celebrating. We want you to celebrate with us. And, you know, since we're sitting here together having a little bit of the rye, uh, basically uh, we thought how fun it would be if we tried to make picks for the other person and see what they like. Uh, and obviously there's a lot of ways to interpret that so this should be pretty exciting uh who should go first should we do a a type of toss again (laughs) um we okay i'm gonna i'm gonna be shitty and say i should go first because i'm technically older by 12 Uh, days (laughs) (laughs) all right okay hey now seniority all right but but in all reality well played i enjoy that so yeah you know what let's go with that okay fair fair uh the um you know i do I, I retain my my young my young looks. I think <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, yeah. What do you got for us for the number three song for me from Jennifer? Well, number three song I picked because one memory I have of us hanging out sort of recently was when we were walking back. We used to have dinner. What the fuck was that place called? It was over at North. Avenue, the place we used to eat like really West cheap. on North. Yes. We used to eat there and then we'd walk back to your place and it was one day where we were talking about Tegan and Sarah and you <laughs> had your phone out and you were singing the song and <laughs> it, it was just such a weird moment where I realized like I think you I, I clarified that you enjoy pop music more than I do. And it's uh, only gotten worse. <laughs> I think so, but I mean, maybe you're you're kind of like drawing me in too because oh, cool. I just brought up the comeback queen thing. But anyways, this isn't entirely like Tegan and Sarah's pop music, like their their phase of that. But um, Frankie Rose has put out some new music that I would say is a little bit more on the pop side, if you could call it that. Definitely has um, you know a catchier hook 
Um, so this song called Decontrol reminded me of that moment. So I wanted to share it with you and see how that struck you. I'm excited. Yeah, I can see, you know, when I hear that, what I hear is a lot more of uh, something that maybe hasn't been since so popular since maybe the 80s, maybe even early 90s, is something they used to call adult contemporary pop. Yeah, and it gives God, me, now it's that more, you say it's that. It's more of a mature <laughs> pop vibe uh, than maybe necessarily your fun pop song, you know? Right. And I also think that fits in, too, because the indie world, I, and, you know, maybe it has to do with our age as well. Like, you know, obviously we associated, I think it's fair to say, with indie music, quote-unquote, yeah. when we were younger uh, at that time in the early 2000s. And now indie music has shifted a lot towards electronic and pop influences. And I think I get that with Frankie Rose, which, uh, good guess on your part for reading me because I actually have just now slowly started being exposed to a lot more Frankie Rose. And so... Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of like it's almost like you're confronting me with it and being like, "Take this." I know. It's, it's, <laughs> I secretly knew. I was like, "Hey, this is your destiny." That's right. I just <laughs> this is. I will finally accept it. Yeah, and and that one, it was uh my number three because I, I knew it was a little bit there. There was sort of that '80s vibe to it, you know, where mm-hmm. I was like, "That's not normally your bag," but right. There was just something about well, it. Well, it certainly like, has the. It's like it's of today. I'm not saying yeah. it sounds '80s. But it, it, it's like I said, it's a throwback to this kind of uh, long-gone genre of this kind of adult version of electronic pop. Yeah. And I, the only reason why I say that is because the feel of the song is so – it's a little darker, more <laughs> mature uh, subject matter it feels like. So uh, it's definitely, um, I would say, uh, on the more serious end of pop music. Yeah. Word. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> This uh, one for you, it's only fair, uh, is the number three choice I have. And uh, basically, um, I came across it accidentally. I was searching for a song that I just kind of came across my mind I hadn't heard in forever. And since I can't actually find it, um, I'm going to just sing a little bit of it for you. This is not the song for you, but to give you an idea of what it was. Okay. You... Warming up. Sorry. You're a boy who is a man who was a tree. Perfect hair forever. Sometimes I forget the rest now, but there's some great parts in it, like uh, "Time for Dennis" two thirty. I'll get to look. Look it up. <laughs> but in any case, I looked for the song "Perfect Hair Forever," uh, not on Spotify, but. There is a song called Perfect Hair Forever on Spotify, and when I heard it, I was like, this seems like some of something Jennifer would like. <laughs> and so I'm going to find out if you do or not. And it's by a band called Not Cool. Okay. 
I say anything. It's all about you. What do you think? I like it. Awesome. That, okay, the first thing I thought of, which may be mean, but it reminds me of Minus the Bear with more balls. Really? Yeah. Would not have guessed that. That's crazy. <laughs> but, no, I like it. Um, it had me tapping and almost <laughs> chair dancing, which is a very good sign. That is. I would give that um, three dirty 30s out of three. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Wow. Excellent. I'm glad you liked it that much. I felt that it was right because it reminded me of the days when you uh, turned me on originally to groups like uh, Fugazi oh, and yeah. even like something like Frog Eyes. And those still stick yes. heavily in my head as like these kind of very cool um, – I mean, you know, I mean, look, everybody knows Fugazi, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's these certain acts that you turn me on to, and some of them I, I'm just not remembering right now, but like, they're, the, I would hate the word, uh, rambunctious, that's not right. They're, they're um, like a weird post-punk that's mixed with something else, like... It's an off-kilter type of, like, uh, dissonance, but at the same time, like, it maintains control. It's kind of like a roller coaster that doesn't quite, like sit on the tracks well exactly it's a, it's a little janky but it gets you through yeah absolutely so I, I heard this and i was like well i'm gonna have to look more into this band but of course i wanted to get your opinion on it and i'm glad we did i like it that was really good awesome so yeah moving into number two here i'm excited to see what you got for me next yay my number two pick for you sir is a song called love jam by what i presume is mount osa hmm you know how we do on Seal of Approval. We don't really do well with names and pronunciation. But totally. um, it's from an album called Homework Machine. and Love it. I picked this because it has such a good groove. Like, it's very groovy. It is very soulful. And you definitely, I, I noticed whatever genre you're listening to, <laughs> it has passion and soul to it. And Thank when you, you perform, it has passion and soul. Ooh. You don't. You Thank can you. be having the shittiest fucking day, and if you're playing, you still put energy into it. Anyways, this isn't high energy per se, but it has a lot of soul, so I present to you my number two pick for you, Love Song. Jam. Love Jam. Love Jam. Love Gravy. It was not called Love Song. Jennifer just has a bad short-term memory. It's perfectly all right. <laughs> I am so appreciative of that. That was a really great Love Jam. I think so. Yeah. And uh, I have a kind of I gathered my thoughts while listening to it. Uh, I had one thought before, but I'm going to save that at first and just go with the uh, comment that I think is most fair is that con- you know, kudos to Mount Osa, uh, O-S-S-A, uh, for really, you know, when you're dealing with the subject of love, you know, I think that it's almost hard to kind of really instrumentally nail that vibe, you know. I mean, you can go several routes with it. But what they did is they took the title Love Jam or maybe the title came afterward because certainly that's why, why I might be thinking after hearing the music is 
wow, there's really that kind of like almost vulnerability and trust and tenderness going on in the music itself. And uh, maybe that doesn't make sense to you uh, as I describe <laughs> it, but I mean, musically, I hear it. It's, it's There's a tenderness to what they're playing. Yeah, and listening to the lyrics more and more, um, it's kind of interesting that if I'm hearing it correctly, there's an element of being comfortable with not being in love, but there's still an element of positivity to it. It's not necessarily like, I'm not in love, I'm in love. It's like, <laughs> right, exactly. it's very like, there's there's that loving tenderness within it without having the element of like definitively being in love in mm-hmm. a specific instance, which I just thought was interesting. But the the way it's arranged definitely has this like soulful soulfulness that reminds me of just certain things you listen to maybe not exactly but it's just like there's a certain um genuine aspect to it that was i don't know it it just i picked that up too yeah i think it came through in the music and also to go with what you're saying vocally uh the leading repeating uh, uh line in the first verse if i'm i could be wrong but i believe what i heard was uh I haven't been in love in three years. Yeah, that's what I heard too. That's a really good line. Yeah. You know, and it's like in the context of the song, it's so much more powerful. Right. So I really do appreciate that. Yeah. Um, talking more about the vocal, the singer, and this probably isn't fair to the singer because, you know, anytime you compare someone to somebody else, it's just like, you're probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you're right and it's just like, hey, but not, not cool, bud. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> or whatever, you know how it is. It's just that artists are all different. So you should give them their individual credit, which is why I led with that first comment. But I think it's worth saying that, like, this kind of gave me a vibe, and this kind of plays into our influence together and, you know, um, uh, why you may have thought that I've appreciated this. But this kind of me is like, it sounds almost like uh, clap your hands, say yeah, if they were more, uh, unre- like, uh, effortless and confident. I would not have guessed that you would say that. It, d- it really doesn't make a lot of sense, to be fair. But I think that vocally there are some similarities. And it's, it's ah. it seems like if – almost like if, if, if we're uh, – hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, t- no, I'm just, <laughs> I'll I'm take the to, L. Well, I, I think there's – for some reason, and maybe it's also the album cover with, like, white dude looking kind of like a hippie or something. It reminded me of Tame Impala. Oh, okay. So well, I expected you to say that. I no, no, and I can see that, that musically making more sense because yeah. the the influence of the era, but uh, no, I picked up that because the vocal quality, it, you know, whereas like the clap your hands, say yeah, singer, uh, goes for the more frantic, uh, yeah. almost lack of control. Also, this was you know subdued who? and like felt really, um, you know, uh, I can't pick the right word, but it's like yeah. effortless and uh, and careful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I enjoyed it for that. I see that. That's a very interesting point. I like that. Thank yes. you for bringing that up. Because, like, I would have never noticed that until you just mentioned that. That's And I could be wrong. No, I, I, I see it. I see it. But we went deep with that one. That's fine. I like going deep. <laughs> but it's time to move on is what you're saying. So with that being said, uh, I give you the number two, Jennifer. All right. And that would be... A song that I've actually already shared with you, but I just had to do it since this was the theme of the episode. I heard this, and I remember being like, I don't know if this is really striking me. I know it sounds good, but like I didn't know if I was really all in. But I right out that I was like, you know who I need to know? I know who could tell me 
the right opinion on this. And her name is Jennifer Roger. Yeah, yeah. But the name of the song, you guys will see what I'm saying, is Sheer by a, a band called Club Nights. song Sheer by a band called Club Night. It sounded pretty cool, right? I thought so, but I wasn't too sure. And so what I needed at that moment that I messaged her, and I can't wait to hear it now, are the opinions of one Jennifer Roger. So, definitely like the song. Good call. Definitely up my alley. In particular, it reminds me of, and this is going pretty far back, um, when we would go to the Muse Cafe in Lansing, Illinois. Oh, wow. Way the fuck back. Wow. Probably at least 10 years ago now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was... Over 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, gosh, how old were we? Like well, 15? We were, we were definitely 15 at the time. Oh. Uh, but you got to remember, we graduated in... <laughs> Why are we hiding? We know everybody knows we're 30. 2006, and so... 06? 666. We graduated on the Devil's Day. I, I celebrated. So then, think about that. We had we had only... Well, I think we were... Were we a full year in high school at that point? 15? So, well, by the time we were going to the Muse and all that. I think so. I remember my friend I mean, Nicole you showed were it. certainly before that. Yeah. I mean, because I got turned on to the Muse from you. Right. Yeah, my friend Nicole, her older brother... Um, was really into going there, and so once they started having more all-ages shows, she and I would go there, and then you and I started going there, and mm-hmm. et cetera, so... So certainly over 10 years ago. Yeah, come to think of it, I can't math. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, you're right, I just did the math on that, too. Yeah, I was like, oh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really long time ago. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, because that, that place... was over three years ago. <laughs> I don't think that place exists anymore, and I think that also yeah. had been a thing that happened kind of a while ago, but yeah, um, a lot of the bands that would play there um, kind of reminds me of that band, and it's it's got this, like, sort of math rock, 2000s indie sound, like, that's a weird mix, and it makes me very nostalgic, and for that, I really appreciate it. And you know what? I think that's what it was, is I had to ask, because... I was like, this is good, but I can't quite place what it is. Yeah, I think when, you know? I, when you sent it to me, and then I think I responded, and you were like, yeah, is, you said, is this good? That was what you said. And so I didn't know if you were, like, testing me or you legitimately wanted <laughs> That's fair, I guess. You're right. I could have been, it could have been a setup, I guess. <laughs> but um, I knew you, you would probably like it. And, and myself, I was like, I like this, but I don't know if it's an actually good song. And so, uh, and I think that's what like what you named. This is like it's the genre styling, and it's like and kudos to Club Night because what they've probably done is made their own unique sound from all these previous influences, from what I'm hearing. And yeah. uh, if anything, I should give them more of my attention, and that's something I will be doing after this episode. Well, I think that's a good idea because I just realized it also reminds me of the A Team. The A Team? Oh, the Rock? No, the Rock A Teens? 
They have a weird name. That's a play. No, it's a play off of something. The A-Team from the 80s? No, 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 no. No, no, no. I think it's the Rock A-Teens. Sorry. Uh, I think it's a play off of that. I see. And it's another band that we liked from that era. I'm this blanking. is going to require the Google. This is going to be the Google. This is a whole other episode about already. Yeah. <laughs> going back in time. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Any other thoughts? Because I honestly do. I think uh, you nailed it, and I appreciate your analysis on it. No, I think that's pretty much it. It was just a very good, like, nostalgic feeling, cool. so I appreciate that. Well, I d- it was a good song, and hearing it again, very delightful. And, you know, I just love it when a plan comes together. And with that being said, it's time for number one. And I'm so excited to see what you have for me, Jennifer. Uh, but but, but uh, you don't sing the thing? No, I don't, no. What, are we done with the thing? We don't, no. We're just, we're going along. It's time for number one. The, you know, the audience has already been in the, invested in this for a half hour now. They want to hear what the picks are. They know there's a whole other section of picks coming up. So I think it's only right to just continue on and, you know, uh, do the picks. Without so, the please. song? How can I proceed with number one without the song? I'm, I'm just going to ask you to trust me on this one. Okay. Okay. Well, my number one pick for you, sir, would be Not Too Amused by Sebado. My number one pick for you, sir, for your birthday is Not Too <laughs> Amused by Sebado. Thank you so much. And uh, I love the theme of it. I love Sebado. And it's just a great song. Great choice. This rocks. Thank you. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, that one may have been fairly uh, straightforward or obvious, but that was one that came across, like I came across it just randomly and I was like, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, we both have expressed our love for, you know, Sebado and I don't know if there's that much more to add. Just when you listen to it, it says it all. It's such a great, straightforward guitar rocker. And really that's what I want my life to be centered around. So, and it seems like it's getting harder and harder these days, but yeah. you can always go back to a badass band like Sebado for that. True. And a very random loose connection is that every time I think of Sebado, I think of flame, which I think was featured on some sort of Bret Hart, compilation or something like that really yeah soundtrack maybe yeah something for some sort wrestling of wrestling with shadows it might it probably was that yeah. because i remember trying to <laughs> in the in the days of like the lime wire and napster and shit yeah. i downloaded it and it was like instead of being from the album it was from that and i was like the fuck at the time i didn't know who bret hart was yes. but then i figured it out later and then i was like Ugh. of course bret hitman hart the greatest wwf champion there ever was in my opinion <laughs> I feel like you say that about everyone. No, I do not. He was pretty amazing. <clears throat> All right, we'll move on, folks. <laughs> no, my number one pick is not the Brett the Hitman Hearts theme song, <laughs> even though I wanted to do that several times on this show. I won't do it to you now, because this is a birthday episode, and of course, my number one is for Jennifer. And and uh, this is a very difficult. Like, what are the terms of this agreement that we're doing here? And I was tempted to just try my best to find stuff that you would never have heard of. You know. But upon recent listening, uh, unfortunately, I haven't really been listening to 
as much music as I've wanted to in this uh, unemployed period of mine. But <clears throat> uh, everybody's aware of a band that we all love, Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. And they are on an expedition for the rest of the year. And uh, August would be their second month. Two songs a month, uh, all being added uh, to this playlist on Spotify, which will come out as a full album uh, that you can buy for, I think, like 45 bucks or something like that. Um, and then, but each two songs is available as, I think, like, uh, uh, you know, a single record. Oh, okay. I think it's a seven-inch. Yeah. So. Huh. I didn't um, realize that. Yeah, look at their website. They have all the details. I've been drinking George Dickel, so I'm not doing it justice right now. But they're a great band. Everybody knows that. <clears throat> and uh, what I was most particularly impressed with, it came out August 2nd, just in time for your birthday, Jennifer, is their newest song, Sun and the Trees. Here it is. Sun and the Trees from the song Sun in the Trees by Twin Peaks and of course Jennifer I had a sneaking suspicion that you may love this song indeed you you know me well from these past three to ten years that we've known each other <laughs> um, but yeah no that song is actually in my like uh, sort of heavy rotation playlist oh, that okay. I have cool um, and it's, it's just really funny when you said Twin Peaks I was like that's the song. <laughs> but it's it's so good. It has saxophone in it. Very good saxophone, too. Comes in right at the right moment because they do a good job. It's such a more mellow uh, song for Twin Peaks. And yeah. They're really capable of it all. Great sound that they have. But that saxophone comes in just at this perfect moment. And really, I love the song for its arrangement. And uh, they strike a mood that I think everybody can relate with. Yeah. And I guess that's another point. And I don't know if this is just like off base or what but i find they're more like down tempo more serious songs to be better hmm, that's I, I don't want to say better but i i enjoy those more compared to the, like i guess that's a matter of taste possibly. right like making breakfast or something like, i love making breakfast. i i enjoy that song but i rather listen to something like this or if there's another song that had a similar vibe but something a little more like subdued i find just very good. V good. V yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and yeah. that's you know, th- it's a very, it's to each their own. You know, people. Yeah. I'm somebody who enjoys the upbeat nature of things. That doesn't mean I can't listen to something a little slower tempo, but uh, you know, one thing Twin Peaks guarantees is some substantive type of uh, work on their end. Yeah. So that was uh, I liked it. It was very good, and I just think it's funny that that had been in my rotation, and you knew me well enough to pick that. Spot on. Boom. Three plus out of three <laughs> dirty 30 ratings. Bullseye. <laughs> yeah, I hit, uh, yeah. Bullseyes are good. Um, bullseyes are good. I remember uh, there's that one place on Kimball that has the really good archery. I haven't done that in forever. I've never done that, so. It's amazing. <clears throat> I want to do archery now because you said bullseye. Thank you. Well, I was thinking of darts, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the archery is just like a really intense game of darts. It seems that way. 
Um, <laughs> I've just started my Game of Thrones. We'll be starting season four soon. No spoilers, please. <laughs> but hey, spoilers coming up. Honorable mentions. Oh. So if you, in case you were holding yeah. off on our honorable mentions for whatever reason, I don't know. Skip to the next segment. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Sp- there's no spoilers on this show. <laughs> All these songs have been released. That's why you're able to hear them. <laughs> but uh, yes, <laughs> Jennifer, what is your honorable mention for this music you think I would appreciate on my birthday? My super secret spoiler number four for you would be the song Cooling Tower by the OCs. Uh. OCs, the OCs, hail John Dwyer. But it just came out today. It was released uh, on the day of the recording, and, you know, the OCs are kind of getting, like, guided by voices, but you know what? Hmm. Interesting. How well, often I want to read they, that article. They, 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 okay. <laughs> let me... Let, fucking consequence of sound. Hire me. There you go. But <laughs> I'm just saying, they release a lot of music very frequently, and I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But here's another one. Thought you might enjoy it as well. I will be. Check it out. band and you know what i liked about that too is it actually borrowed a little bit as you said john dwyer uh you know hail um <laughs> and uh it kind of borrowed a little bit from his other project that i love so much damaged bugs so oh my god it was like best of both worlds i actually bought that um that one record that came with like badass the, the cards yeah. yes and they're a trip they the art is beautiful it's so crazy um, I haven't had a chance to actually listen to the record, but I've yeah. listened to the YouTube rip enough to know that I was like, I want to listen to this. Awesome. But I got it. Well, I'm glad you did. Uh, if you ever want to bring it over sometime and put it on the turntable. Hell yeah. I got my new apartment with my no job. Well, I will have a job <laughs> soon, folks. But life's been a crazy ride since last time you heard me. And uh, I would love to you know, set up my new turntable system with that awesome record and Jennifer you hanging out we'll make it happen and uh, with that being said in that same spirit I will do my honorable mention for my birthday gift to you unfortunately I'm kind of doing a faux pas here what yes I'm re-gifting a little bit what the fuck man yes I know you're never supposed to re-gift but in this scenario for the podcast I thought it was only right uh, as a year ago when you had your birthday, I was up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, the Yoop, as they say. Oh, okay. And uh, basically, I wanted to try to make it in time for your birthday. Our good friend Kuto Painter did as well. We were both talking about it while we were up there, and uh, I was not able to make it, unfortunately. But for your birthday event, I sent a specific song that I think nails it, and it's by uh, Seal of Approval alumnus. <laughs> alumni, <laughs> Nick Cave and his old band, The Birthday Party, and of course, that's what makes it a birthday theme, and their song, Jennifer's Veil, which rocks, but it's also your name, Jennifer. 
That's fun. So that's the tie-in with your birthday. The band and the title. Jennifer's birthday. Here's the birthday party. Jennifer's veil. Jennifer's Veil by the birthday party, of course. Uh, remember that band? Nick Cave, who for so long sang our news theme. Yeah. And, uh, man, um, again, I uh, have referenced this song, it feels like, was it two years in a row now? I think so. Okay. I, t- I wanted to travel all the way back to 2015 for Maybe some reason. Maybe three to ten years is I feel like I only referenced it a year ago. <laughs> So, oh well. Either case, uh, I hope you enjoy it again. If not, say so, and I'll stop doing it. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. It's just a little weird hearing my name over and over again. Yes, right. But I do like it. It is a very good song. And it doesn't help that, you know, there's some mysterious, like, creepy angle that it's being used in by yeah. Nick Cave. Quit waving that thing around. <laughs> yes, it's so great. <laughs> I do love the song because of it's like, it's like kind of got that Nick Cave style, like just like Ram Shambles kind of chaos going on. But when that chorus kicks in, like they seem to tighten it more and more as the song goes on. Yeah. And I really love how they do that. And it makes, makes it, uh, I think a, a cover might be in order. Ooh. Who, who would be up for the job? I guess we'll see. We'll see later on. But in the meantime, I think. I want to say thank you for the songs you've you've given me today, and I hope that my songs uh, suited you well, Jennifer. Yeah, and thank you for your picks. I think, considering we did a really, really good job of yeah. picking things, because a lot of things we've already shared with each other, so it's a really good tall point. order to, like... It is harder, yes, exactly. Come up with something I mean, new. when you do have, like, the same taste as somebody, there's, like, you know, obviously, I even consider, like... Do I pick a modest mouse built to spill, whatever, right. go down the line type of song? It's like, well, you know, you want to try a little harder. And I think we were successful today. I think so. And with that being said, uh, we're partying over here. Uh, we're, we were thinking maybe a little too hard. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's going to stop us. The <laughs> pickle is real. Yes. George Dickle is a legit drink. That's why so many people say they like it uh, because it works. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we say the same thing for our sponsor – and uh, that's what we're going to do before we finish out with the final segment, the picks that are normal. Three and out of three, Ryan's recommend <laughs> George Dickel to put you in a pickle. Thank you, Ryan Holmquist, for your <laughs> suggestion of the George Dickel. Of course, a uh, fabulous drummer person in the band Club Malos. And, uh, yeah, so I think let's throw it to our, uh, our sponsor, uh, uh, a word from the TARDIS. Happy birthday. See you at six, Jack. Tonight, your hair has to look its best, and it will. You use finesse. Finesse, perfect conditioning whether your hair needs a little or a lot. So, I love the way you say happy birthday. Well, thank you so much, sponsor. 
from the year 1987, the, the year we were born, Jennifer. And here it is, 30 years later, we are presenting our favorite music to the Seal of Approval listeners and each other. And it feels so good. I gotta ask. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to ask something. I have to. Um, did you see the eclipse? Oh, you're right. That did happen. That's a fucking thing that happened. Uh, yes, I was uh, unemployed during the solar eclipse, and so that made it easy for me to be like, you know, the fact that nobody is taking time out of their uh, quote-unquote busy lives uh, to see a once-in-a-lifetime moment is just ridiculous. Uh, but in all seriousness, I, I thought it was very cool. And, I mean, I don't know about you, I, I stayed in the city, so I only caught a partial uh, bit of the eclipse, and the clouds made it a little bit difficult but with the glasses I obtained from the planetarium, uh, yes, I was able to see the amount of the eclipse. Not totality, but the amount that I got to see, which yeah. was, I believe, if the planetarium was correct, 87. It felt like more than 87%, but according to them, we only got 87%. I feel like it was a little less. Like, I mm. remember, well, we're out in the suburbs where we work. Where, and where were you? Uh, in Niles. In Niles, okay. Um, and... The, the new girl at work had a pair of the glasses, which is good because I was not prepared. I thought about it when Amazon had them for 15 bucks, and then they raised them to 50 bucks. That was the whole thing. But she was like, hey, my dad gave these to me. Let's check it out. So we went out there around lunchtime, and that was the best time to see it because when it was supposedly totality for us, yeah. it was way too cloudy. Like, you couldn't really see anything. But uh, it was cool. It was cool. As a former... Um, like space astronomy geek as someone who went to space camp it was very cool to see that sort of eclipse and we're not gonna see one again until like 2024 i think well that's just the next solar eclipse yeah yeah yeah. yeah. but uh and i mean uh, this is we're gonna get way off topic here but this is an interesting subject for me as well and you know i made a little joke about how important it was and there seems to be a lot of people who are like making fun of it but really put yourself in perspective your life means nothing like, the sun will destroy us all one day, and if you can't take a little joy in, like, this kind of monumental mathematical thing that happens in spite of you, it doesn't care about you at all. So it's basically, like, someone getting in your face going, ha-ha, motherfucker, I'm gonna destroy you, well, I can't and you're <laughs> like, that's so cool, thank you. Well, I think that, I, I'll quote my friend uh, Tommy B, who's a cool dude and uh, deservedly should be a guest on this show, but we'll get to that later on. Um, but, uh, I just saw so many people with this negative feeling of like, yeah, ooh, really cool looking at the sun. And it's like, yeah, you know what? That joke's funny. I was even making that joke. It just, but, but not seriously because this, it, it just is like, we're a part, we're the smallest part of this big universe. And when something like that happens, if you can't be humble enough to say, that's pretty cool and maybe take a moment for it, then I just feel sorry for you because, you know, it's it's just life on Earth, and it's only happening this one time, as far as we know. And well, uh, to quote Tommy Borst, cool Tommy B, and uh, he was on Instagram, and he took a picture of the sun way before the eclipse was even beginning, and I, I thought it was the best statement made about the whole occurrence. He goes, <laughs> dumbass sun doesn't even know what it has coming. <laughs> or something pretty, to that effect. That's pretty awesome. And yeah. So I thought that was pretty much the best attitude. Yeah, that that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's. I think it's 
this sort of thing in our area hasn't happened in 92 years. Well, well, but see, you're talking about totality. Right. And that's why, like, when we were kids, when I was in elementary school back in 1994, I think it was, there was another solar eclipse. I remember that because I remember my parents told me to not look at the sun, right. and I spent the whole fucking day looking down at the ground, even, like, before. Like, I was just, like, paranoid. I was in kindergarten. And I don't remember anybody telling me a thing ahead of time, but you know how memories are back then. Yeah. And I remember it being a very gloomy day, similar to how it was gloomy on this solar eclipse. But what happened was that the elementary school I went to, Columbia Elementary, uh, Shoutskis, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, the fifth graders had made the, the boxes that you could look through. And I guess their teacher told them, we're going to go out in the morning and you're going to go to the kids who are coming to school and offer to let them see through the box. And so I remember this fifth grader, and I was only in kindergarten, he came up to me, and he said, do you want to see the solar eclipse through this box? And I said, okay. Which probably <laughs> was the same interest as, like, you know, just somebody older than me telling me what to do. And, uh, yeah, I remember looking at it, and I remember the moment, and it was it's a just a weird, important memory, you know? And so here we are, all these years later, this is a more important moment, for solar eclipses, <laughs> just because of the availability, like you said, of the entire United States being exposed to it, mostly. The yeah. East Coast got screwed, but whatever. They get everything else. <laughs> and to put my final point on it, what makes it so much more important for all you deniers is that what they say the next time this is even possible for us, not a partial, a total eclipse across the United States, the moon will be too far to even see the difference. That's 100 years from now. So, hey, you don't come to the show for opinions on, um, what is it? What did you say? Astronomy? Uh, it's, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was going to say it's more about the music, not the beer. I mean, <laughs> wait. Yes. It's about the, wait, how does it go? It's, you know, it's more, <laughs> hey, you know, people come to seal of approval for, mostly for the music, not the astronomy, Jennifer. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's just kind of a known thing. <laughs> they come for the music, oh, not the astronomy. Oh, fuck. And you know what? On that note, let's get yes. started and with I'm our... I'm perfectly happy to begin <laughs> and kick this off uh, just to get the ball rolling, uh, if, if that's okay with you. Sure, go for it. Excellent. So, um, I got to tell you, it was so fulfilling to be able to exchange songs that we felt we would like because I felt like we were in the zone of what we both like so much. It's like the, the middle of a Venn diagram type of idea. That um, comes up a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're always talking about do I, I do <laughs> probably talk about Venn diagrams a lot. That's just I'm thinking about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a dickle for that one. If I had a dickle for every, every time. Any case. Uh, point is, is that my number three, I wish I had come to you guys with more. You would think that with all my downtime from being unemployed, that I would have some substantial, like really like dug deep, you know, new shit. What, this is what's going on in the underground type nonsense. Or like, here's this song you've never heard of before. But to be quite honest, the song that needs to be recognized if, uh, you know, if, if we stick to the merits of the show is uh, number three. I got to represent for the song that I've heard most often and enjoyed most often with most people. That would be Bruno Mars, That's What I Like. And here it comes. Anything you want, <laughs> just to put a smile on it. You deserve it, baby, you deserve it all. And I'm gonna give it to you. Go 
Strawberry champagne on ice. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, that's what I like by Bruno Mars. You probably heard it a thousand times, but I've got to tell you, I love it. And uh, I think we've talked about Bruno Mars before as far as every time he does like a throwback cut, it it's just something he's good at. He's bringing back this kind of late 80s, early 90s funk, soul, hip-hop, R&B, and uh, I'm all for it. As somebody who recently... Publicly available, made a Spotify uh, playlist that is available to you, the public, called uh, Check It, just like Jet Magazine. Uh, I recommend uh, this song because it's a part of the lineage of uh, the hip-hop, soul, R&B, funk. Uh, yes, I know it's a popular song, so I'm not introducing anything well, new to you, but I know I, That's the first time I've ever heard that song. Jennifer's giving me a crazy look here, folks, and that's why this this little explanation is going <laughs> so long. I, I've literally never heard that song before. Oh, come the fuck on. Are you serious? You've I'm never serious. heard that song? Yeah. Have you never been in public? or like why? This, this song plays everywhere you go. How old is it? This is off the album 24K Magic, which immediately was the follow-up to the successful uh, Uptown Funk single. And uh, basically him being like, whoa, I struck gold. And he did. It's a great album. Uh, so technically it's from last year. Oh. But this song is just not not stopping. It's on the charts, and it's being played on radio nonstop. Well, I don't like Bruno Mars. All right, well. That's probably why. I probably just lock it out. I don't. I don't like him. I'm sure he's a fine gentleman and whatever, but I don't like his music. You know what? That's okay. You can have that opinion. I don't want this birthday episode to go <laughs> somewhere it doesn't need to go. It's going to go real real sour. <laughs> All right. So that's my number three. Okay. I had to be honest. Okay. I could have came up with some crazy, like, you know, underground, indie, lo-fi craziness, but... This is the song I've heard the most, Damn, and I've enjoyed it. the salt is real. I'm not throwing that at you. I'm just telling you, like, I wish, I wish I had gotten in more, but okay. This, I'm being honest. It's fine. He's fine. Everything right. is fine. Cool. So, with that being said, uh, Jennifer, number three is up to you. Well, ironically enough, my number three pick is very lo-fi indie, and no, it isn't. Uh, it's good. Okay, so it's. In the Venn diagram world, there would be that intersection, honestly. Okay. It would have a Venn diagram sliver. In the it would have eye. a sliver, okay. But the song is called Drained Lake, and it's by... I'm going to go ahead and walk back my statement uh, only because uh, Mets is a very big band. 
a band that people have been looking forward to, and I feel like this release has been uh, something people have been looking forward to. Uh, listening to the track itself, yes, I agree. It is a lo-fi nature uh, upon listening to it, and uh, even a little bit of ring modulator for that extra bit of dissonance. Yeah. So, uh, good on you, Mets. Going the extra mile. This song rocks. Yeah, nice and raw. So good. So good. So, that was mine. But, I'm going to throw it back at you. What do you got? Just that quick. Here it comes. We are now on number two. And, folks, this was going to be my number one. But, guess what? Sometimes songs just shift themselves in a way. You only have one episode to work with a month at this point. So, you got to make it work. And, if we're being honest, this song deserves to be number one on everyone's list. It's only number two on mine because of the other songs I have. But, it does not. This is the reigning champions of the young people hip hop movement. Nobody even knows about it yet. Well, actually, sorry, a lot of people know about it. But this is just the shit hip hop radio doesn't play. Fucking. Nobody knows the fucking. This shit has just been getting released, and I'm just amazed. This shit immediately just boom, like toss over whatever uh, Jenga set is holding up modern charts. <laughs> because. These young people are coming out with bangers one after another, and I'm sure you've probably heard if I've heard, but it's a hip-hop collective called Brockhampton. One word, Brockhampton. And there are several songs to choose from that have come out recently, but the song Swamp is what I'm playing for you today. Check it out, and you'll know what I'm saying. Let's go crazy together When I tell you all the things that I'm thinking So that we could get better But you wanna put my heart on the stretcher I don't got assurance for this pressure Wanna find the benefits I can measure Try not to run out of my temper I can see the ash and the ember That was made from emotion, no texture I don't know why I took this endeavor Don't identify with oppressors Don't identify with surrender All of my old friends fair weather Gotta treat my heart like a treasure Cause all I know is no one else Rockhampton with Swamp as I said, there are several tracks out right now uh, that I could have chosen from. That just happens to be my, my particular favorite. Um, apparently, they just released this album, uh, Brockhampton, of the same name as themselves, uh, late last year or early this year. I'm not too clear. Uh, but they're already coming out with Brockhampton 2 due to the response that they're getting all across music lovers everywhere. And I have to agree. I only became aware of this group last month. And... The second I heard their first track, uh, which was, I believe, uh, Gummy, oh my god, I, I just was like, this is exactly what hip-hop should be, and this is kind of what we've been waiting for, in my opinion. It's kind of that idea of, like, when you have all your young friends, and they're basically, oh, hey, let's make up some beats, and everybody will have a rap, and, you know... Just people rapping for fun type of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, imagine you did that with all your young friends, but you just happen to be the best rap group on the planet. That's kind of what I get from Brockhampton. And again, maybe it's too soon to tell, but they have such consistent success with their songs that I'm excited for the future. And so much so, this could be like a group that goes in my ultimate top ten of all time. They're still young. I know it's an early projection, but <laughs> I'm just saying that – the number of songs by them that I've heard, I've not heard a bad one yet. And that's a pretty good sign. I mean, granted, they still have a second album coming out, but check out Brockhampton if you want to be vibing the same way I am. Well, hopefully there's no sophomore slump, because that was pretty good. It can happen, and you're right. That's why maybe I'm getting a little too excited, because it, it'll hit a lot of groups, you know? Yeah. 
But I was just amazed at the quality from track to track with Brockhampton. So uh, I really hope that they aren't hit with that. Yeah, that's good. It had, it had me getting a little hype over there. <laughs> Absolutely. I think Bruno Mars made it through the cut. <laughs> um, but with that being said, um, it is your number two, Jennifer. Well, my number two is definitely going to be a little bit a different vibe um it's a song called no one's around you by sun jacket and i found the um the song on the local radio station it's like a college station i think for loyola mm. um 88 point something but I, exactly i, was just, I know exactly what you're yeah about. and uh they had them live in the studio and they were playing this and i was going home from work just like okay i'm sick of my ipod want to listen to something and I was really impressed. So this was the song I liked the most. So I want to share that with you all today. That was pretty dang good. I like that steady groove. It's a little low key, but you know what? Uh, had that just nice mood uh, that you know puts you in a position of. Uh, I, I felt reflective listening yeah. to it. Very dreamy, very reflective. So that that's been playing a lot for me recently during these reflective times. Oh yeah, I got plenty of time for it. Yeah. And uh, that's all you gotta say about this young band, Sun Jacket. I know we're gonna be checking them out in the future. It's more of a feeling. It's so hard. It's so hard to describe, you know? Okay. Well, that's, you, uh, that's I mean, pretty much it. good on them. We in- encourage everyone to look them up as we will be doing the same. And, of course, there's plenty of time to do that, and we hope to hear more from them. But speaking of time. Ah. It's time for number one. Yes, it is. Here it comes. Number one, birthday spectacular on this episode of Seal of Approval Music Review. God, you know, if you folks don't know that we love you, then clear clear out, get some Q-tips and clear out your ears, because we love you. <laughs> We're doing this for fun, and I w- I'm lucky uh, to be able to share these. <sighs> this song that I'm choosing for my number one, it... it Pushed Brock Hampton out. Oh, that does that oh, mean that is saying you? something. That is saying something. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of curious. After my last setup. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but the point is, is I'll get to it. Uh, the only reason why I did is because, again, the songs that are in the kind of list, I had to place them in some order, and there was no way that I could allow them all to sit the way they were. I had to give this next song its recognition as number one, uh, if not given the honorable mention, and. This is actually my birthday anthem for 2017. So for my 30th birthday, this is the song that I'm using to represent this moment in my life. And it is from a American blues musician who went most of his life unknown in America, popular in Europe and Australia, but not well known in America until toward the end, end of his life. Hmm. But he has an amazing song that I think captures my attitude towards life 
in general. And uh, I'm going to let you listen to it. The artist I'm talking about is Ted Hawkins. And this is an amazing song called Sorry You're Sick. There's quite a few places I know we could go. I was okay, but these words from you stayed in you sick and made me sick too. What do you want from the liquor store? Something sour or something sweet? I'll buy you all that your belly can hold. You can be sure you won't suffer no more. What do you want from the liquor store? Something sour or something sweet? I'll buy you all that your belly can hold. I make you the promise you won't suffer no more. And uh, it may be inappropriate to some people that I use this for my birthday. <laughs> but uh, in the times that I've been living, I feel like, yeah, this is uh, it's a feel-good track. And that's what the blues are for, is those the times that you're feeling your lowest and they bring you up. And, uh, man, this is one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. I love it, and I also just want to put my two cents in. I the answer that. is both salty and sweet. You <laughs> always got to have one to balance out the other. You have something salty, get the sweet. Get something sweet, get something salty. I just love the desperation in his voice. Because let's get to the heart of the song. It's not about some privileged white dude who, you know, can't find a job that will hire him yet. Ah. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, folks. I hate to go keep going personal, but it's like, you know, I, I fully admit, like, this song, as much as I relate to it and I love the feeling of it, uh, you know, this guy is lamenting over someone who is in physical pain and may not be on this earth for that much longer, and that is something that everybody can relate with. But on this level, that they tell him the song, you know, like, what can I buy from the liquor store for you? Like, it's just such a, wow, like, such a short term like I just want you to feel good type of thing yeah and uh it's very powerful and I love it so that's my number one it really is that's that's a very very excellent pick and I think the part that sticks out in my head the most is the the liquor store part yeah because you can go to a fucking 7-Eleven you can go to a gas station those things are seen as quote air bunny quote respectable yeah to certain people but there's a stigma against liquor store, you yeah. know? And it's like, I don't know. I like the idea, too, that, you know, I don't know specifically, but the idea of this being like a medicine, like an old time yeah. type of thought of like liquor and medicine being sold in the same establishment. And in a way, isn't that just so funny about how we look at alcohol, you know? Yeah. And, um,. Again, to the, to the extent where we're talking about a guy who's singing about somebody who's physically ill and he just wants them to feel good being inebriated for the meantime. And then me, you know, we're, hey, Jim's going through some hard times, but we're all going to celebrate in the meantime type of thing, you know? Hell yeah. Cheers to you. Cheers sister. to that. So, it's a great song. You can ignore everything I said because all you have to do is listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, I'm excited for your number one, Jennifer. Um, my number one is, uh, just something that I think it's, it's one, it falls under the category of, if you know me, you hear the song and you go, ah, yes. <laughs> and so I'm just going to say that to start the songs called what once was by hers. What's your favorite color? What makes you so tough? Please don't let go. And you've had enough. I'm on my 
Hers by Hers. Hers. I like the uh, band name. Her. Apostrophe S. Hanging like an apostrophe <laughs> to the end of a sentence. Uh, what once was a very big concept to tackle in a song. Yeah, it... Okay, so after hearing that, does it make sense when I said, if you know me and you hear that song, it makes sense? Yes, I think so. It, All the elements, the lyrics, the vocals, all the instruments, everything. Well, I think that you know, I, I've referenced mood quite a bit on this podcast, and this is a song that has that, uh, uh, this particular mood, you know? And I feel like, yes, that's a, something that you get into. And it's like, uh, I use the word melancholy, hopefully, uh, efficiently. Because this isn't, this is melancholy, but, you know, it wouldn't be what I standardly describe as melancholy. But how can you not be when you talk about the subject of what once was? And this yeah. is a band who's chosen that as a title for this song. And when you do so, you better... Or maybe not. It's not like it's a threat. Nothing's going to happen to you. But do it effectively. And they did. You know? It's a song that is like dreamy and yet, I mean, in a nostalgic dreaminess type of way. Yeah. And uh, they effectively hold that end of the bargain. And so it's a worthy listen. And so much so, I'm going to give them credit. Rarely do I give credit to the ending of songs, but the three chord ending, staccato style very nice you know to where it just let you let it bleed out so this is a very well arranged song and uh, it's it's rewarding emotionally it definitely struck me yeah for all those reasons and I guess in hindsight it is kind of fitting what 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 once was and hitting that point you know 30 to kind of tie everything <laughs> together from our previous uh, segment we have to look back. Yeah. Almost against our better nature. Yeah, because, I mean, not to get too (laughs) philosophical here and kind of deep, but, I mean, a lot of things you can blame on being a 20-something. That's true. And not to say there's a hard cutoff, but, you know, if I'm, you know, 33, let's say. Of course. And I'm fucking up, and I'm constantly drunk, and I'm, like, I have no money, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I think I see what you're saying. It's, It's, you know... Like, well, the the things that were acceptable at one age, uh, once eventually become you know what once was of an older person because you know it's just life changes right. and all things change. It's the only thing that's true in this world. All things change, and you know uh, that's the beautiful thing about this sentiment. It's hard to nail down, you know, even conversationally, conceptually, but to put it in a song. Yeah, I feel like they did a good job, and I love the way that you described that because that's exactly the moment. Um, I, I'm not going to say too much more because I don't want to reference <laughs> other media, but it's a great subject to create art on. Yeah, so we'll leave it at that. But yeah, I, I just that that definitely has um, struck my feels. I caused so many feels. It's great. I love it. So. All right. <laughs> Honorable mention time. Speaking strictly on uh, just, um, I would say, more musical elements of these songs. So I'm going to go with key combined with key change, combined with tempo change, you know, adjusting that mood. Uh, I think I have the perfect song okay. for the Honorable Mention to follow your number one. Okay. 
And I'm just going to say it, and then I'll explain why I picked it afterward. Is that okay? The suspense. All right, so for my honorable mention, get ready for the long explanation afterward. It's none other than Material Girl by Madonna. seal of approval well now is the time <laughs> and uh, why why are you hearing it as my honorable mention i'm gonna explain why are you ready jennifer uh yeah i'd really like to know all right why. so um there's so many reasons why uh, first of all it should be it should be number one because it's one of the greatest written pop songs of all time as i explained to my lovely beautiful girlfriend simone who's somewhere in this apartment right now basically this song is just the definition of what a pop song should be. Every ounce of it. Harmony. Like, melody. Uh, multiple melodies within a song. Uh, just, it changes perfectly. Just the music. It's just a, it's a definition of what you need to do as a pop song writer. With that aside, why is it showing up? Well, um, I looked back to my birthday. Jennifer, do you know what song was number one in the United States on your birthday back in 1987, the day you were born? I feel like it was a Prince song. You wish it was a Prince song. I don't know. I wish it was a Prince song, too. It was U2's Still uh, Haven't Found What I'm Looking oh. For, for you. That's, that's my fucking real-life anthem, though, because I'm always <laughs> like looking for something better. Well, you need to start having that as a ringtone or something. I know. <laughs> because Remember when that was a fucking thing? How about a ringback tone? You can do it. I think somehow. <laughs> Any case, uh, <laughs> but I looked at what mine was, and it was Madonna's Who's That Girl from the movie <gasps> Who's That Girl that starring song, Madonna. That song is fucking good, though. You like that song? Yes. Ah, I should have picked that song. That's the one. That's yes. such a fucking good song. Well, here's the thing about that. I don't like that song. What? Yes. I think it's a fine song. It's not a horrible song. It's not like Taylor Swift, like, uh, look what you made me do level of bad. But it's just along the level of Kesha's praying bad. No. Uh, <laughs> no, none of that is true. None of that is true. No, you're right. True. Kesha's praying is a little bit better than Madonna's Who's That Girl. No. Untrue. But. Oh, my God. I let can't. me just say, for the record. So I thought to myself, can I honestly take a song that I don't like and put it on my list? That would be wrong. And what coincidentally happening, as I told you, my beautiful, lovely girlfriend, <laughs> Simone, was just coincidentally in a day of doing chores early on a weekend morning, uh, I just put on Madonna, and we just started listening to Madonna and sharing Madonna memories and shit. And Material Girl came on, and I was like, oh, that's the best song, as I just mentioned, for all those reasons. Beautiful pop song, best you can do. So I thought I would love to include Material Girl, but what's how do I make that work, right, just besides the story? Well, lucky for you, Jennifer, Niles Roger, famous disco guitar legend, yeah. is the producer of Material Girl. <laughs> and on your birthday in 2017, <laughs> he collapsed and had to be sent to <laughs> no, a hospital. So it's all relevant based on the criteria that I've made. It's not great. 
it's it's well no of course we hope a speedy recovery for yeah. Niles Roger. Oh my! Hey, goodness. you know what? I didn't realize you share a last name with Niles Roger. Is it actually Roger? It's Roger. R O G E R. I believe it is Niles Roger. Well, the fuck. I could be wrong. I'm a little drunk, but folks, <laughs> I got you, Material Girl. Look at that! I used all my ability to bring you, Material Girl. If you'd like to send thank you letters, seal of approval, music review at gmail.com. Who's that girl? Is a, is a better. Okay, no. No, Material let's Girl not, is Let's a not. Song. Okay. We will continue. We will keep going because it's a bonus edition. I mean, this. You do not like who's that girl more than Material Girl. Hundred percent. All right. Well, we need to continue this episode. Yes, we do. Because this will not stand. Please, on social media, send us your opinion. Which, not even worth it. Which Material Madonna is song is better. your favorite? Most people are gonna pick that. Fuck. Okay. Anyways, because it's a beautiful pop song. Ah. Anyways, right, Jennifer. I think hopefully by this point, you've decided your honorable mention. I have. And I, we are excited to hear it on this special edition of Seal of Approval, birthday style, oh, oh, musical oh. review, uh, whatever I just said. <laughs> um, review of Approval Seal, episode 422. <laughs> My favorite, almost didn't make it song, but it's included anyways, is Greenland. Greenland by Vandaba. And I don't care that I fucking had him on there before. That was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, everything's good. It has feisty hi-hat, as I'm going to call it. And you'll hear why. Let's take a listen. Hard, a uh, typical of Vunderbar, great vibe and just a good rock song. For sure, for sure. And yeah, that has just been kind of like my fun time song. And on the rare morning that I woke up cheerful, this song was in my head, and I was just like, you know what, this is good. That's a good one. I agree. Nothing but a good time with Vunderbar. I love their anthems, and uh, yeah, just feels great. And I appreciate you for picking it for your honorable mention. I appreciate all the picks you made today, specifically the ones you made for me. Absolutely. And we hope that you seal of approval listeners feel the same as we always share everything that we're listening to with you. And if we could share the beverages we're having, we would do the same because believe uh, believe us, you, me, <laughs> that that George Dickel didn't go nowhere. There's no way we're even putting a dent in that thing tonight. We, it did its damage. I mean, got through about half. Well, I mean, that was between three people. Yeah, 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 that's good. That's respectful. All right, that's well, respectful. I'm just saying that if you, the listener, are sitting there, you, you have a drink on me, to quote ACDC. So, uh, yeah, thank you for a great episode. And, um, I mean, you know, you can hit us up uh, if you have any opinions on what we should do through the fall. We'll have to come up with themes to make episodes, and who knows I, what they may be. I got some ideas. Jennifer's got some I'm, ideas. I'm actually super excited. Excellent. Well, you know what? There's a lot to look forward to, and I think that's the number one thing to take away here 
let's have a drink to newness. Yes. And things to look forward to. If you want to help Jennifer and I in achieving these future episodes, uh, feel free to hit us up. Uh, seal of approval, music review at gmail.com. There's a great place to do that, as well as at seal of approval seven on Twitter. And, you know, we're living our lives. You're living your lives. But we're all just got our ear to the grindstone. <laughs> Does that make any sense? No, that just reminds me of Skyrim when the guy gets his head cut off before the dragon. Well, I'm not aware in. of that stuff. I just started watching Game of Thrones, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of it. They're not the same. <laughs> they have dragons, oh. I think. Yeah, because that blonde chick. Okay, anyways, bye. Hey, whoa. <laughs> no. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Please feel free to interact with us, and we're going to be doing more episodes with more themes. So theme suggestions are definitely something we are interested in. With that being said, with our most humblest of birthday celebrations happening, Jennifer and I both say...
Happy birthday to you. You smell like a monkey. And you belong in a zoo. Woo! Get well, Ric Flair. <laughs>